Hello young world, welcome to episode 26 of Things to Keep in Mind. I am your host A.E. Charles, a.k.a. Zell. And today on the podcast, it's all about walking in your purpose. And with us to talk about walking in your purpose is Julian Butts. Uh, Julian has a brand new show out on uh, Instagram called Soundtrack to My Life. And um, it's a great show that that basically um, he talks about albums that help define his uh, his musical journey growing up as a kid. And uh, it's it's honestly uh, one of my favorite conversations I've had thus far on the podcast um, because we really get into uh, just, you know, talking about, you know, uh, music that we grew up on. And just about, you know, I'm saying the importance of, um, you know, having a goal and sticking to it and, you know, walking in your purpose. Uh, so without further ado, let's get right into the into the conversation. Hello, young world. Welcome to a new episode of Things to Keep in Mind. I am your host, A.E. Charles, a.k.a. Zell. And today on the podcast, we got one of the homies on, Julian Butts, of the brand new show, Soundtrack to My Life. Julian, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored, man. Thanks for you having me on. And I'm looking forward to rocking out with the homies and having a good time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad that you could come on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Um, So since this is your first time on the podcast, uh, please introduce your yourself to the audience and kind of tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, well, once again, my name is Julian Butts. Um, I'm a historian by trait. Um, I I am from uh, a town called Covington, Georgia, which is about 36 miles east of Atlanta. Um, I was raised by two educators, both my parents. My mother was a special education teacher. My father was a history teacher. Uh, so I come from the background of education and or uh, black pride, um, unapologetically black, as well as unapologetically intelligent. And hey, I try my best like to, to dis- absolutely, I try my best to display that at every turn and man hopes that I could pass knowledge along as well as gain some along my trail. That's a, that's about it for me. Okay, okay. That's a that was a, a amazing intro. I've never heard somebody <laughs> just come in straight out the gate like, "Yo, this is what it is," and I said it like, "Let's go." <laughs> I appreciate that's part that. Of me, man. That's I appreciate part of, that confidence, bro. That's what it's all about, right there. Um, I'm about to say that you can blame it on my parents, man. <laughs> hey, I could tell. I could tell you you were raised by some good parents. That's for that's, sure. That's straight off the bat. <laughs> they yes, wasn't sir. playing no yes, games. All right, not know. at all. Not, not, <laughs> not a second of it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, man, let's jump right into it. Uh, so when I was back home uh, over the summer, I remember uh, one day coming by the studio and seeing, like, the studio look a little different. And I asked Vic, like, because everybody was wondering, like, yo, what happened up in here? Like, why are things so rearranged and everything? And I asked Vic, and he was like, yeah, man, uh, one of my homies, he's shooting a show here, and we was filming last night. That's why, you know, things are, like, 
a little different in here and all that. And I was like, all right. I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's a bet, that's a bet. Um, yeah, right. And then fast forward, shoot, like a few, like a, a month and a half later, I see, you know, Vic and Chris posting soundtrack to my life, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this is the show that they was telling me about. Right, so then, right. like, you know, what I'm saying, I check it out. I see that you following me, so then I follow right. you back, and we start communicating, and right. here we are. So tell me, yes, how do you know Vic and um, how how did you get inspired? Like, what what made you come up with soundtrack to my life, and like, what inspired you to actually do it? Because like, this season is all about taking a leap of faith. So I want right. to know what made you take that leap of faith and to do soundtrack to my life. Because a lot of times, you know, people have a lot of ideas but they don't know how to execute those ideas and mm. they don't follow through with them and they wind up falling by the wayside. For sure, for sure. Well, for starters, I guess I could start with the first question. Uh, man, uh, we have, and especially as adults, man, you have friends that are your grown-up friends and you have friends, which I call them like your sandbox friends. Mm. And it's very seldom that you find, or sandlot friends, it's very seldom that you find situations where you still can cultivate a a a a, a pro progressional relationship with somebody that you grew up in a sandbox with like this is somebody i went to elementary school with um man me and vic played on the same sports teams from from man by fifth grade or sixth grade all the way to ninth grade in high school and wow. our, our, both our fathers coached the team absolutely and um I mean, shoot from doing, Vic was always, Vic was always the, uh, the studious cat out the crew. So shoot, I mean, even anything from tutoring to halfway doing my work, Vic was halfway doing my work when I was in grad school. <laughs> so like, like this is somebody <laughs> I would lean on for academic advice, even when I was in grad school. And, and I say all that to say. That's a real friend right there. Is, I was just about to say, man, that's somebody that's always been in my life. You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. somebody you can't, for better or for worse, because it wasn't always, we weren't, we didn't always agree on things and you know what I mean? For better or for worse, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That that relationship, not only that relationship always maintained itself, but it still found its way to grow fruit. And, you know, as I'm, I'm 29 years old, I'm like, man, I, re I can, I can vividly remember kicking it with this man when I was at least nine or 10. Dang. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's somebody, that's somebody that's going to be in, in my life. Um, in my life, at least for the foreseeable for the foreseeable future, man, and yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I would love to, I would love to continue to cultivate cultivate that relationship for the rest of my life, man. I mean, we, men, like I said, man, me and him go back a long ways, bro. From the most, you know, those friends that you had the most embarrassing stories with to the, mm -hmm. you know, to the craziest success stories. I mean, that's that's my brother, and I actually yeah. love it. So. And see, and see, so, yeah. and see that 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 sounds like like the definition of a friendship right there. Right, like, right, right. Yeah, cause cause those friendships that you that you have since you were a kid, like the fact that this lasted so so right. long, it's like you gotta right. respect those. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Cause some people been with you through each stage of life, basically, life. and Absolutely. they never gave up on you. They always right. continued to ride out with you, right, like right. through the good times and the bad times. So for sure, I, and you know, I, I feel and you, you know, as an Absolutely. And you know, as the older you get, you know, things just happen, right? You know, mm -hmm. friends move, friends change, you know, people relocate mm -hmm. 
or people just kind of just fall by the wayside. So when you have people that sustain relationships over an extended period of time, and you just grow a greater appreciation for them. So that's just more or less where where I am at this stage in my life. And uh, the second question you asked me was, I guess what 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 inspired me to 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 go forward with the idea? Um, for for me, I'm I'm just I'm just the guy that has. I'm the I'm I'm just the guy that I always would be around my friends and man just kind of just always come up with great concepts mm-hmm. and never just react to those. And I just more or less I'm hoping that I'm speaking to another person who's going through this process while I'm saying this, but you know, I just more or less kind of got to a place in my life where, you know, my 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 muses, meaning, you know, people that I look up to, meaning my friends, whether that be my twin brother who's him and his wife are killing it in Atlanta in real estate right now to Vic, you know, running his own studio to um, multimedia studio, I might add. Yeah, uh, yeah. My brother Cam, <laughs> who's starting his own clothing line. And, you know, it's, you know, my muses, who the people who I kind of been through things with were making certain elevations in life. And it just made me question, what was I going to do about mine? How was I going to put my own imprint in history? And, you know, that's more or less, I'm like, what can I do? And of course, I'm listening to music on a daily basis. And I'm like, man, I need to do something with this. I also mentor kids on a daily. So when I'm doing, you know, my when I'm doing my mentor program, I'm like listening to cool music. Sometimes I'm listening to Miles Davis or uh, John Coltrane or or Jay-Z's Magna Carta Holy Grail. And, some, you know, some, I got heavy, those some heavy names you just absolutely, put out there. We got to let them breathe for a you second. See, so you see how I'm throwing them out so casually, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I'm, I got the vinyl records, and it just you know listening. I mean, looking at kids' intrigue, or not kids, but just people in the youth period, just looking at their intrigue to the nostalgia and what that does to the mindset, how that how that stuff stimulates the mind, and 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 just I'm like, I I, I can reach the kids through this music. That's a big fact. Absolutely. Music is the so universal I'm, language. Absolutely, absolutely, and it will stand the test of time. Um, and I just more or less was like, I need to do something with this that could be really cool, that could grow into something that will be out of the realm of possibility. And I just more or less when I was, I had to get, I also had to get to the point to where I had nothing to lose. There were a lot of things going on in my personal life that made me get, get to the point where I'm like, bro, you ain't got nothing else to lose. Just go for it. So I'm, I'm chopping it up across again with my good buddy, Vic. And, you know, I'm throwing the idea out and he didn't quite get it, mm-hmm. but he had a studio, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's what friends do, right? Even when they don't quite get it, he like, I, I feel it. But I mean, either way it goes, let's just try it out in the studio and see how it works. Yo, and that's, that's, that's dope as hell. Shout out to Vic for that, man. Because like, you're not going to get everybody's idea because it's no. your idea. God gives Absolutely. it to you. So, Absolutely. but shout out to like to the people that are willing to help you facilitate that and like watch it, watch it grow and bloom into something. Talk about it, talk about it. But and then it got, and this is when I think I think once, man, we got a chance to get in. Uh, we got a chance to get in that that weekend that you that you're talking about specifically. Mm-hmm. And man, he got a chance to pull the cameras out. He was chopping it up a little bit. And once the, once once we once we laid the foundation and we got it set up, he was hooked. Like he became more enthusiastic about the process. Him and 
also him and my good brother Chris. Can't forget Chris. Yeah, shout um, out to Chris. Absolutely. They became more enthusiastic about the process than I did. And that's when I knew that this was bigger than me. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's one of those things where I, I don't think, I, I think he always, I think Vic always respected my vision. However, mm-hmm. the whole imp- implementation process, he kind of has a greater understanding for it now. And it's almost to the point now to where I just literally, I'm just, I'm just the speaker. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they provide, they provide everything else, and I'm just the person with the content. So we make a great, we make a great team. And Lord knows, I hope to use Humane Studios anytime I want to record anything for the rest of my life. I think that'll be the biggest, that'll be the best example of what, of what black business looks like, what dollar circulation looks like, and just you know putting on for your brother. So. Um, that's how that's how the idea of soundtrack to my life kind of came to be for sure. Okay, dang, bro, that that and see, and 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 that's a real full circle like story because that's the fact that he didn't like see it at first, and then right. once you got in there, they like like got hyper than you are. Like that, I think that that's that's a huge testament to your vision, man. Because absolutely, like, it's just, it's just like the fact that like. You know what I'm saying? You kind of you you made them see it, and it right. didn't even take them that long to see it. Once you kind of like started doing your thing, says right. a lot about like how, like I guess determined and how focused and how well thought out, right. like your vision is, man. So I got sure. gotta applaud you on that Absolutely. as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And um, like, j- 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 like that. That's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, man. It's it's always dope when um you have an idea and like or you have something that you've done or that you're about to do and once you do it, like like of course you're hype about it, but then when like you don't have to sell it to the homies, like it man. sells itself, that's man. beautiful, bro. Like that's man. a really good feeling. Cause you never want to force <laughs> nothing down on people. Right. You don't want them to right. just think it's dope because like you the homie, you... but you want them to think it's dope because it's dope. For sure. And that's me in a nutshell. Like, I appreciate art too much to let somebody get away with, you know what I mean? There's something that's trash. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the main person that will tell my, I'm that person. Yeah. So I, I go out, I go above and beyond to make sure it's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I want to do this because not only is it just, it's just fruitful, but it's in a substance, but it's just dope. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I have to be the person to do, for me to be so hypercritical of anything else that is not dope, and that's something that my friends can all say about me throughout the board, um, I have to, whenever I come to the table, I gotta, you know, I put that standard on myself to be like, man, whenever it's time for you to come to the table with all the stuff you tell your friends, whatever you bring in better be dope. Better be fired, because they're going to they, 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 they put the lens on you, like, yeah, all right, let me see what you way. got. Absolutely. You talking, all that, you talking all that talk. Let me see what you about to do. And that was kind of Vic's <laughs> opportunity to do that, right? So uh-huh. when we got in there and we locked in and we we started setting stuff up, he like, man, I see it. Like, I couldn't even I couldn't even finish setting stuff around because he like, he literally started taking over. Like, let's put this here. Let's put that there just because he finally got it. That was his opportunity to be like, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, just, it just took off from there. Like, I ain't even get a chance to really, I ain't even really, and, and it's also it's also a testament to what it really is when you walk in your purpose. 
Oh, when you walk in your purpose, it. it's literally it's not it's not a walk. It's literally a yellow brick road. It will literally pave its way for you to do what you what you what you when you walking in your purpose. You don't have to beg or ask somebody for this. People will come out and help you. People will come out and support you. People will people you know what I mean people will not even when they don't even see the vision. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was more or less a perfect storm for me. And of course, as me and you continue to talk, I'll kind of unravel that and you'll kind of see why I'm saying what I'm saying, for sure. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, bro. That, that's Absolutely. truly beautiful, for real, bro. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 and speaking of music, uh, t- tell me, like, what was that moment where you you really, like, fell in love with music? What was that song, that album... Um, well, 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 like, do, do you remember that, that, that moment exactly? And if so, please, please expound upon it. Absolutely. Um, the moment I fell in love with music, I would say, would be, um, Lauren Hill's Miseducation. Mm, and more specifically, the introduction to the album was called Lost One. And That's it was more right or less... There. Absolutely. It was more or less, it was, I think, I think not only did she, not only did she change the way that we conceptualize albums, Mm -hmm. but she, I believe she also, I believe she also made artists moving forward, kind of change the way that they addressed, um, you know, change the way that they addressed the audience or the listener. You know what I mean? Like literally from, from the beat going straight into the verse or, you know what I mean? From, Somebody, somebody is so off-putting. Somebody that's so elegant as a Lauren, you know, initiate her album with a with a rap song. Mm. You know what so, I mean? So, like so you so you think it made people uh, pay attention to the intro of their albums more? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's where that's that that sets that set the tone moving forward. And I'm sure any artist that 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 was around in that era, number one, that. You know, is a, is is a student of the game. Will concur that. You know what I mean? I think Lauren Hill had a lot of a lot of our greatest artists, rap artists and hip hop artists, and just musicians in general had a had them the same way that the same way that I would I would I would compare it to the likes of a Drake, right? Because Drake mm-hmm. is one of those artists who can actually sing and rap, yeah. put both songs and raps on a album, and it be accepted. That's true. Which makes him a dynamo in the industry. Yeah. That is what he, Lauren Hill was. He literally changed the game. Absolutely. But Drake couldn't have done what he did without miseducational Lauren Hill. I agree. You're right about that. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> say completely right. You cannot go uh started from the bottom, now we're here to uh just hold on, we're going home without Lauren Hill. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. Um, one, he, that was never done right. before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, and, and like you said, that was on that was on the same album. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, it, which which was which was a classic album in its own right. Yeah, I just, was I just say all that to say, I just, absolutely. But I just I say that to say that once again, she changed she changed the way that we conceptualize or the way that we thought about the way that we approached the albums in general, as well as what a classic album was to me. I think. And I, once again, I think those artists that was around at the time, whether that be the Snoop Dogs or the Jay Z's or you know even the even the Monica's, even the people on the R and B side, oh, I think I she put Monica. the world on notice. Me too, bro. 
<laughs> Me too. Miss Thing is one of my favorite albums. But yeah, it's like, um, but that that is the album and that is the song that I knew that I was not only was I in love with music, but I fully was aware of what hip hop was and I fully was aware of what a classic project was for sure. So did you hear that album when it first came out or did yes. it? Oh, okay. Yes. So it made it even, it felt even Man, more special. Uh, for sure. For sure. Uh, we, my family is, once again, I was raised in, in Covington, Georgia, which is like I said, it was 36 miles east of Atlanta. Yes, sir. Shout but, out to Covington. Cause I, yes, I'm, sure. I'm, cause I didn't even tell you where I'm from. I'm from Stone Mountain. So I'm very gotcha. familiar Absolutely, with absolutely. We did trust me. We that, that's where that's where we play AAU basketball at. That's where we did. That's where you. But you, Stone Mountain is not as is not as metro as as Covington, but it's still considered metro Atlanta, right? But yeah. if you grew up there, you did everything in Atlanta, especially in the early nineties, mid nineties, and two thousands. You spent your weekends in Atlanta. If you yeah. were home, it was Universal Soul Circus. It was underground. Yeah. It was it was it was it was the all-star jam or you know what I mean? It was, I, I, it honestly, was, but you was either in like Atlanta, Fulton County area yes. or you was in Decatur. Yes, like absolutely. Either one. And then, and then, cause you know, um, Stone Mountain is also in Gwinnett. So I used to be like yeah. in Gwinnett, Snellville Got like, you. area sure. too. Yeah. So yeah, for very sure. familiar, but more, but more or less that was, that was, that was the main hub of influence for us. And my mother is originally from New York. Oh, bet. Um, okay. Yeah, Crown Heights, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. So hey, shout out to Brooklyn. I spent for sure, for sure. So I spent, you know, like, have you ever seen the movie Crooklyn? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I ain't seen the whole thing. Okay, well, long story short, it, it's it's centered around a young a young woman who, of course, was raised up north, but she has, she spent a specific time of the movie down south. Okay, you know, more or less. But that was my life was the opposite of what Crooklyn was. Oh. So for Christmas breaks. For for summer break, that's where I was. You know what I mean? York, so I was man. heavily, I was heavily Atlanta influenced and heavily New York influenced and all along. So it was the like East the Coast. best of both worlds. It was like the best of both worlds. My dad's family's from like the Virginia area, like Virginia okay. Beach, Newport News area. So we would, you know, you could pit stop, you know, through Maryland. My, we had a lot of family in Charlotte. So our long, long story short, is very East Coast influenced. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, let's those those things inspired my music and once I mean inspired my musical taste and my father being the historian that he is, um, he absorbed he absorbed talent from all over. So it wasn't nothing for us to switch up to Dre the Dre Chronic album or Snoop Dogg Doggy Style, you know what I mean? Or or she even even somebody like the Games documentary, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we 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 I was able to absorb music from all over, and from all types. Definitely, definitely black artists, you know what I mean? To from reggae to soca, you name it. Oh, my boy said reggae and soca. Now you name it my roots, cause cause my pops is from the Caribbean, so got you. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, so you, so, <laughs> so you, you know, a musical connoisseur, basically. Man, I, I, I had, I had no choice, man. It, it you know, it, music, it, like you said, music is a universal language. So, how else can you speak to the universe if you're not absorbing it? That's real so, talk. You know, that's that's, that's that's just and and it's and it's, it's ever changing and ever evolving. So you know what I mean? It's it's always something you could be turned on to. Like I'm literally. I'm literally just now delving into John Cole's train music. I love Miles Davis. I didn't know they did an album together. 
You know oh, what I mean? Shit. I'm just now finding out. Right, they did work together. So it's like more or less now I'm I'm listening to Coltrane. I'm like, okay, yeah, he added a different element to this, almost on like some Watch the Throne type stuff. Oh, Except, wow, you know what I mean? Crazy. They behind the saxophone and they doing their jazz thing. So, um, yeah, it just, it just brings different, you know what I mean? That that those are the things that really inspired me and like sparked sparked the light, which made me kind of just delve into how how great music is to my life and also how therapeutic it can be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. Therapy on a whole nother level, bro. Just on the sound waves level. and everything. It could change up your whole mood, make you feel all man. type of things. Absolutely. Um, but uh I wanna know, man, were were you the type of music um fan that would go to the store on the day an album released and like you know, I know like back in the nineties and like early two thousands, you could like basically preview the album. You could put the mm-hmm. headphones on, listen mm-hmm. to maybe like five tracks off the album mm-hmm. and decide mm-hmm. if you wanted it or not. Were mm-hmm. were you that type of fan that wanted to get like the hard copies as soon as it came out? And yeah. um because cause I cause I know like in your two episodes that are out right now, soundtrack to my life, you right. have both the vinyl copy of right. Miss Education and the vinyl copy of uh Illmatic by Nas. Right. Uh, so and I and that's how I knew you was a real music head because right. like not everybody collects vinyl. So Absolutely. I just want you to speak to that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, let me let me let me say this. My parents were the kind of parents that would have it before we got home during the weekend. Like if an album came out Friday and it was just mm. some critically acclaimed, universally dope, it was gonna be it was gonna be in the car. Friday when we got Yo, picked up. Facts. You know what I My mean? My dad was the same way, bro. <laughs> so it's yeah. like I never had to. Of course, I did go on. I did go on the Walmart or like Radio Shack or Best Buy and listen to the snippets of the album. But I never had to worry about like when Blueprint Two came out. That was mm-hmm. in the car before I. You know what I mean? Before we packed and get ready to go to New York, Blueprint Two was on hand. The same mm-hmm. thing with with everything, even to the cassette tapes. Like my father had Illmatic on cassette. Oh. Oh, so that's, so that's vintage right there. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's it's one of those things to where I can honestly say, or like shoot, I mean Kurt Franklin, Kurt Franklin's like Kurt Franklin when his albums came out, my mother had those and those those early Kurt Franklin albums were 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 just were just super dope. And it was like universal across the board, whether you was a rap fan or, or a jazz fan, you just appreciated. Facts. What he was doing with the music at the time, so yeah, and, man, my parents, my parents was on it, bro. And and speaking to that that Kirk Franklin, yo, I'll never forget. And like me and Vic talked about this like a little while ago too. Remember right, right. when New Nation dropped? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember my sister got that for. It's like I remember it was two albums in particular, mm-hmm. New Nation, and I think when when Space Jam soundtrack dropped. I remember Space Man was a great soundtrack. I remember me and my sister both got them joints. Well, she got the 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 Kirk Franklin for Christmas, and then we kind of had to share the Space Jam soundtrack because mm-hmm. it was that fire. Mm-hmm. But yo, bro, like I never forget, like when those albums came out, like that's all you was listening to for like Absolutely. a long time. You was just locked in, like them joints was all that mattered. And you, especially as 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 like we. We are one of the back-end millennials, right? Because we're able to remember a time that we didn't have cell phones, right? We, we remember we're a time right that we middle. had, right, right, that we had to be inside the house before the streetlights came on, right? So mm-hmm. there was also a time, and I know we speaking to the younger crowd, 
but there was a time where when you was traveling, everybody had to listen to the same thing, right? Facts. So facts. you appreciate the Space Jam soundtracks and the and the Kirk Franklin gospel albums and, and those type of music because they were able to cater to multiple audiences. Exactly. So, like like <laughs> even speaking to that, I remember that there are plenty of times like we would be going to like South Carolina, Florida, where, right. you know, like we would just have a whole bunch of albums and right. it would be like, cause like, you know, we would put on albums that we knew everybody liked, like my For mom, sure. like my parents couldn't For appreciate sure. and that me and my sister could appreciate. So sure. like albums like, um, uh, Alicia Keys, second album, The Diary of Alicia Keys. That's, um, That's my favorite Alicia Keys album. Hell yeah. Uh, Get Lifted by John Legend. <laughs> once again by John Legend. I love Once Again. That's my favorite John Legend album. Bro, Once Again and Diary, <laughs> Diary of Alicia Keys. Next level musicianship yes. on them joints. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, for Absolutely. real, for real. Um, shoot, even uh, Corinne Barely Ray's uh, debut Absolutely. album. That's another great album. Favorite. But like, yep. Like those soulful, like you know, NDIRE, Erica Badu, uh, Sade, Maxwell, yep. you know yep. what I'm saying? Talk like those type of albums that just speak to your soul and just yes, put sir. you in a certain vibe. You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like you, 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 as a child, you listen to it, you absorb it. But as, as a grown up, when you kind of dealing with some of those situations that Boy, those yeah, artists yeah. were speaking to in the music, man, it does something different to you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, 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 um, Maxwell's Urban Haynes suit is, is amazing to me. D'Angelo's Brown Sugar, as a grown man, mm-hmm. knowing what I know now, the way that I approach, the way that I even, I even conduct myself around women, or even mm-hmm. just being comfortable with the divine feminine side of me, right? Because we got a lot of extra macho dudes that's way too cool for themselves. Yeah, don't we gotta embrace that type of we gotta embrace both of both absolutely. sides. Absolutely. You know, we gotta so. get our we gotta get our prints on. That's why that's absolutely. why people that's why the dudes respect Prince and the ladies love there Prince you go. because he he was that guy. He right. embraced both sides of them. Yeah. Right. And the same sure. thing and Maxwell and D'Angelo had that very same quality, right? Like you mm-hmm. weren't too mm-hmm. cool. It was a time where you weren't too cool. To put those guys on, so no. not only do I appreciate that, I also look for that in newer music. So mm-hmm. I can I can relate to a lucky day when I hear him, or yeah, a sir when I hear him, or Giveon, or Gibeon's even my my fire and my friends are trying to make me start listening to Division. I don't know what my hang Yo, up is. With those Division guys. is they fire. Love, they love Division. I have not I have not converted yet. Please, Division, if y'all ever meet me, don't hold this against me. Blame it on my head and not my heart. But yeah, like, I mean, even those guys, but you can tell. Honestly, bro, guys... I, think, I think you would love Division, bro. And like, that's what they tell me. Especially their, they first, me. their first album is a classic, in my <laughs> right. opinion. September right, right. 5th. Right. And that's what they like. They like, bro, your, your acumen is like way too dope for you not to, for you not to be able to appreciate their music. And, it's, and it, may, it may just have to grow on me. I'm one of those people that's that true. can listen to it mm-hmm. first and like not absorb it and then listen to it again and just be like, I am so sorry. I was dead wrong. Yeah, it'd be like uh, that sometimes. And like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'd be like, could you forgive me? Like, I'm the artist. Like, I, like, like I'm talking to the artist or something like that. But that's just <laughs> how much my appreciation is for the music, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not going to get it right every time. That's what nah, you said not. about visions. But at the same time, once you see what it is, it's almost like you owe it to music to be like, you was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and only music heads will understand what I'm saying 
but like that's that's one of those things that hold true to me to this day. Nah, like I I I I totally agree with you on that, bro. Like I, I like I literally was just trying to think of some artists that grew on me, but as as these things tend to happen, like sometimes in the moment you can't think of something like right away, but you think right, about it right. after the case. But nah, this that's definitely happened to me where I'm like I just don't see it, I don't hear yeah. it. And then, like, a few months later, I found myself singing along to it. I'd be like, right. they got me. Right, I'm got sold. Me. Right, right. <laughs> right. Now you got to double back. <laughs> yeah, now you got to double back. Now you like, see, but see, that's why I'm not really that critical. Right. I think it's the artist in me and also mm-hmm. the simple fact that um, I know things, like, have the tendency to, like, possibly grow on you. Right. And so it's like, you know, I don't never want to say something too crazy and then right. I got to backtrack later. So right. if I'm not feeling that at that moment, I'm just like, oh, it's cool. It's whatever. I'm not, it's not for me right, right now. But, you know, right. later on, it might, you know, you know, uh, run it back and I might feel differently. So, right. Right. you know, I, I totally, I totally feel you on that. Right. Um, for sure. And I'm the exact opposite. Like, I ain't scared to be like, because, and I'm going to tell you why, the, mm. and, and as the generation comes, the more and more my perspective will be respected because there are so many yes men, and there aren't people bold enough to be like, that might not be it. Mm-hmm. And even, and even, and that does not make an artist say, okay, let me tuck it and not do anything with it. If you still believe that it's dope, by all means, go through it and handle yeah, it. Yeah, put it and out. I'm also, and I'm also man enough to be like, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean, and that's okay. It's okay just because I say that ain't it. That don't mean I ain't, I'm hating on you, but yeah. I want you to succeed. Exactly. And maybe I just didn't see the vision. Yeah, you, 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 you might saying? not, you might not hear what they're trying to do with it. Absolutely, that you might be like, Absolutely. I don't know about that, bro. That don't really sound. And then you so, might honestly sometimes, like when you listen to stuff by yourself versus where you when you hear it outside, that's right. always the determining factor for me. Right. If right. I hear it outside. And right. I still don't like it. That means I really don't like it. But if I hear it outside and I and I and I still like it, that right. means that it's it's that one. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. That, it's, it's that one for me. sure. So mm. so like now nah, I, I totally agree with you, bro. Like you know, at, at the end of the day, everything's not for everybody. But I always tell people, as long as it's like two or three people that that right. like it, I say put it out. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Because like at the same time. That same song that you might not even like yourself that right. you did, still put it out because that could wind up being your best song Man, or like your most popular it. song. It could change your life and put Absolutely. you in a whole nother tag bracket. You Absolutely. Feel Absolutely. So, yeah, man. Like that, that's why I like getting that second opinion and having these conversations, especially when it comes to like, you know, topics of music is important. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Because everybody sees and looks at things totally different. Everybody has different tastes. And I also tell people, you know, Play your music for women. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. like, Vic will tell you, like, I always tell him, bro, make songs, make at least a few songs that cater to the women, man, because they, right. they they, are important and they, they are a good fan base to have. You right. Feel right. Like? They're supportive. They support it. Once you once right. you got the ladies on your side, you're going to be you straight. Good. You're good you're money. You're going to be super straight. And I, say, and I say the most important, and this is why I echo your sentiments as, you, as it pertains to put it out, and this is the A&R side of it. Put it out because we live in the era of, of of social media, and you have the ability to put it out, right? Yeah. And even if even if it doesn't hit as a song immediately, you don't know how it may come up. And the prime example of that to me is uh, Omarion's "Poster Be." Mm. 
that was like a that was like on Vine and and in you know, Instagram videos and just like when he was talking about it came the clip was eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and from eat the, from Janae Aiku saying eat the booty like groceries that song, song turned into a phenomenon, bro. Put the song Facts. out. Facts. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Don't yeah. worry about me. Even though I'm telling you that ain't it. Put the song out because you don't know how that may resonate with with the social media sphere because it's 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 new. Even mm-hmm. though we even though we may be accustomed to it, meaning we meaning millennials, it's still so new. Yeah. It's different, it's different applications being brought up every day. So there's different avenues for your music to be displayed. So put it out. Put it out before you sign a deal with somebody and you can't put it out when you want to. Exactly. You get I, what I'm I t- saying? I, I totally agree, man. Because like and then I remember I, I saw this clip that I think uh Vic had posted to like our little group chat that we have and I think it was Gary V talking about how like, yo, like at the end of the day, it don't even matter if you put out a song and it don't hit. Keep on putting right. out songs because like yeah. that's the era we live in. Like the more yes. the better. Yep. So it's like even if that joint don't move, the next one probably might move. Or Absolutely. shoot, if you if you if you put he said like if you put out a hundred records, a few of them joints gonna move, or at least one of them gonna move. That's right. guaranteed. So that's keep the number on, game. Keep, Keep keep on put keep on putting them out, man. Keep on shooting. You gonna make one. You feel me? Absolutely. And that's so, that's 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 so true. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, bro. So tell me a little bit about why you chose Illmatic for your second episode of Soundtrack to My Life. Absolutely. What does that um, album mean to you? Because I know you know Miseducation. You know that was the. That was your entryway into becoming a right, music right, fan. So I want right. to know, you know, if if miseducation is like number one, then what is illmatic for you? Right now, um, illmatic to me uh, encapsulates what 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 greatness is, right? Because mm, I and I, I may be wrong, but I'm assuming Nas is in the age range of 19 and 21. Yes, I think he was 19, say, he said. Right, right, right. So for that musical genius to be displayed through lyrics at the age of 19, 20 years old, like how could you, you know what I mean, to 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 where he is now, it's like how could you not go to Illmatic first? That's and real. Also, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it also, mm-hmm. and once again, and this is why I have to say this, follow your purpose. How did I release that on the week of his birthday? Oh damn, you did! How did I? I could that. not have. I could not have done that. And I'm about to do it again with this third episode, and I did not plan to do that either. Oh wow, <laughs> we'll that's talk about, crazy. We'll talk about that later. So it's like yeah, yeah. that's why I'm saying. That's why I said what I said first because it just got walking like, purpose. Right, I'm like, what can what can I do to just totally to totally just switch the game up? And if you, um. And if you're on Instagram, my Instagram name is distinguished underscore legacy. And like you'll see at the when I when I was doing the Illmatic release, because I actually wanted to do some sort of promotion behind the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did like very cool pictures reminiscent of my childhood to where, you know, my father would be walking around the city with me during the summertime or like just walking around with a, with a bigger homie. You know what I mean? And just, you know what I mean? Just, I did cool pictures with my son like that. Just like a real cool collage. Like pictures we got, you know, Yankees gear on and, sh- and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it just, it to me, it just made sense. You know, I thought about as I thought about Miss Education, I thought about Lauren Hill and Nas if I rule the world, which is on his second mm-hmm. album. Classic. So I'm like, I'm like, why not? You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just it just made sense. Jay is my favorite, but it's like I don't I, I can't discredit, you know what I mean? I can't discredit what what Nas brought to the game. No, I remember no, you hearing, can never discredit Nas. Right. <laughs> I remember hearing um I remember hearing Jay Z's diss track first and, and thinking that it was over and then hearing Nas Ether and I'm like <laughs> as a Jay Z fan, I'm like my mouth is dropped to the ground because I'm like, bro, you lost. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm confident, like you, my dog, still. But like, you, you lost, my guy. You lost, man. <laughs> you lost. Oh, <laughs> That's just like a fight. If I got beat up, and I don't care how much friend we in, like you still my dog, but you lost that, that fight. You took, you took that, that L. L. So it's it's hey, okay. We all take L's. Hell yeah. Right, so funny. like, like yeah, like nah, I gotta. It's like nah, I gotta switch the game. And it's also like so hip hop. It's so retro. It's so nostalgic. Dude, it's it's like to me, like when I listen to like New York State of Mind, that's the quintessential right. like hip hop right. song. Like right. if, if some if if somebody asked me what is hip hop to me, I would play that song. I get it, it got it got primo on the beat. It just right. feels like right. hip hop. It feels like New York. It feels like right. the essence. Right, you know and saying? this is another album, and I'm about to say this again, this is another album that changed the game Facts. of hip-hop from the standpoint of production, right? Yeah, the first album to really have, like, super producers, I think. Just about to say that. Before then, you had your Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince. You know, Ed being, you know what I mean? Ed being yeah, Rakim, Rakim, whatever, um, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, you name it, you name it. Uh, uh, Ed Sermon, you know what I mean? Like, like those producers worked... St- Strictly with that art, with those artists, even you know, uh, Wu Tang Clan and, 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 and what's my guy and RZA, you know what I mean? Like they work hand in hand. So this is the first time that you that you blended talent with different type of production. So if you don't have a Nas Illmatic, you don't have a Ti Urban Legend. Ooh, you know what I mean? I like so it's like connection. I like absolutely. That. So and it's like you get what I'm saying. It's like when you like let's let's give this artist. Let's give this artist the requisite tools to display their skills. You know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. let's wide let's broaden the horizon now. Let's not limit him to to one production base or one sound. Let's see how he sounds. Let's see how let's see how future sounds over DJ Mustard beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you don't get that without a Nazir Matic. So that is why that is another reason why that one was actually episode two. You know what I mean? I just wanted to more or less kind of pay homage to how those specific artists may have may have changed the game for for years to come and also, you know, how they have a special place in my heart as well as everybody in my generation. You know what I mean? We can all look back to those times that we attached ourselves to those music. Nah, that that's that that's true, bro. Like it really, you know, looking at your show, as I told you earlier before we started. Like, it really right. takes me back to, like, that reminiscent of, like, when, you know, I would watch Rap City and, like, Big Tig would be in, be in the basement. Like, it yeah, kind of just man. sets a, a vibe and a tone Absolutely. where it, like, transports you back to that time Absolutely. when that album came out. Or not even necessarily when that album came out, but when you listened right. to that album. Like, right. when I looked at your, at the first episode, um, you were talking about mixed education. It reminded me of, like, the first time I heard mixed education. 
which sure. was like back in 2015, I mean, no, 2014. Like I heard, right. that was the first time I heard the album in whole. Right, and, right, right. Um, I was like, yo, man, this album is so good. It's so special. Right. Just like yes. you, you know, I love Lost Ones. I love right. Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Like, man, you name it. Those, those, like, that's a really special album. Just like the interlude where she's, like, the little interludes where she's talking about love and, like, yeah, how it all man. ties together is beautiful. Yeah, man. And then Absolutely. even, you know, and also, of course, you can't talk about that album without, you know, talking about Zion. Zion, right. beautiful song, amazing song. Right. Got right, Carlos right. Santana going in on guitar on that joint. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And then, like, you know, even going to to uh, Illmatic, like, um, as I told you earlier, like, bro, like, I'll never forget the first time I heard Illmatic. I actually heard Illmatic and Reasonable Doubt at the same time because mm-hmm. I have, you know, one of the homies back in high school. They, um, like, a lot of a lot of my, my white homies back when I was in high school, they, uh, like, at maybe, like, around 2009, 2010, they were really big into, like, N.W.A., Nas, Gotcha. Jay-Z. So, like, you know, at the yeah, time... What high school I, was that, if you don't uh, mind yeah. Lakeside High School in DeKalb County. In DeKalb. Okay, I know exactly what Lakeside yeah. is. Shout out Lakeside. Yeah, shout out to Lakeside. <laughs> so, um, my boy David, man, he, he asked me um, to, you know, you know, get, you know, basically get those albums for him. And uh, right. at the time, that was my hustle. Like, <laughs> I used to, like, sell, like, you know, I used to buy CDs and then I would, like, sell, like burn them for people and sell them. Um, gotcha. And, uh, uh, basically, like I didn't have Illmatic or like you know what I'm saying Reasonable Doubt because those were older albums. So I had to go to LimeWire and basically, right. uh, you know, finally like got the track list from iTunes and then like looked up the songs on LimeWire. So I spent right. the whole night doing that, and like I never forget listening to both albums back to back. Like my mind right. was like floored. Like I was like, man, this Absolutely. is what hip hop is supposed to sound like. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. so it kind of just like took me back to that time and like. I still play Illmatic till this day, and it's still just like such a, such a vibe. It just takes you For to sure. like a moment in time. And uh, I think my favorite sure. song off of there, besides New York State of Mind, is probably "Ain't Hard to Tell." I know yours is uh, "One Love," right? Yes, 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 yes. "One Love" is my favorite for sure. For sure, you're doing your research. I like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> got well, yeah, to. Got I to. Think, I think, and and I know you. I know. I know. We talked about this offline, but I do. I think it's important to 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 pay homage in the correct way, as far as on my on my on my end. And it, you asked me more or less about the collection of vinyls, and um, we were in the era that we we also saw the era where the landscape scape changed on how the way that we consume music, right? Yeah, um, facts. From actual hard copies to streams mm-hmm. and the transition from streams actually, like you said, existed on your line wires and your bear shares and your Napsters and things of that nature. And we saw a lot of artists put out great projects. However, it wasn't necessarily reciprocated in, in their monetary game because they did not make the requisite amount of money in sales that they would have had those platforms didn't exist. Yeah. So there were certain albums that I missed because I burnt them. Now That's I real. can go back and actually purchase them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like some albums that I may have streamed that now I can actually purchase them. So that's also a full circle moment that that I don't take for granted, being able to go and like, and go to multiple websites like a real music nerd just looking for 
for Jeezy still a motivation one on one. You know what I mean? Classic, like, yeah. I don't like I don't I don't respect that one bit. You know what I mean? And it's, uh-huh. it's several al- albums on my hit list that I can't find, and I'm 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 a hold for a later date. And I believe maybe that's God just waiting on me to manifest being able to actually sit down with those artists. Um, so uh, yeah, I I you know I don't take I don't take this moment for granted that one bit. Same here, bro. Same here. I think I think the artists appreciate it regardless because at the end of the day, I think the goal of any artist is just that people listen to their music and you know feel what feel how you know feel whatever the music makes them feel basically. Right. So right. Um, at yeah, the core, that, at the that, core, that's, that's what. At the core, that's what an artist will feel. But when you're tied to a label, and you're just as good as your last hit, meaning that sales. Yeah. And that's how a lot of great artists got shelved. I agree. So I used to feel that way. Mm-hmm. At its purest form, that's what you want. But somebody like a Joe Budden, who didn't really get a chance to, to actually, actually let his music stand the test of time because he was shelved because of because of a numbers game mm-hmm. because people were actually going out to download music now instead of actually purchasing it you know what i mean yeah and you know a lot of great artists got shelved bro like no you right about that <laughs> so it's like so it's like i you know i i i feel to me it's great for me to be able to i i get what you're saying because i love it at its purest form and i know those artists that we're talking about do too but i don't regret for a second being able to go back and go get a Lupe, Fia- Lupe Fiasco of Food and Liquor. Yo, it's funny because that's exactly who I was thinking about, too. That's one of the albums that came to my mind. Cause, Absolutely. Because nah, I totally agree with you on that, bro. Because, like, till this day, like, for me, like, like I, I know I'm probably, like, one of the only people that still do this because I know a lot of people don't buy music anymore. But, like, right, right. anytime, like, say, like, you know, when Vic put out his album, Chris right. puts out, you know what I'm saying, an EP or whatever, I always right. go buy it. I just don't stream it. Because... Right. I know that's like that. To, I know that actually means more than just streaming it. Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. And just the fact that I have it and I own it, you know what I'm right. saying? Like that, that is it's just like, you know, putting value back on the art. So I completely, right. I put completely feel you on that. And plus, like, I grew up in a household just like you, where my dad right. has a crazy music collection, vinyls right. and CDs. Right. So it's right. like, I always think about that too. I, I came up like collecting albums from like an early age. So, right. you know, I like, I like nowadays, you know, cause you know, you don't really have too many places where you can like listen to, you know, albums anymore. Right. Um, unless you have like, you know, like a, like a, like a device for it. So like for mm-hmm. me, like the last few like hard copies I got, I don't even open them. Like I got four, 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 but right. I still not open. I just it's a collector's item for me now. Right. You know what I'm That's saying? Dope. So That's super dope. So um yeah, man. I, I say, man, definitely, you know, to all the people listening, um, if you can go out there and purchase your favorite artist like for album, sure. it, it means the world to them. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um for sure. so and it just means more than you too. You'll value it more exactly in the long run. And it's if and it, you can it, pass it, it down too. For sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So Absolutely. um so we got about 10 more minutes and yeah. um I, I wanna ask you, bro, like I, I think well actually I wanna make a comment. Like I think it's so dope how you have your son involved in soundtrack to my life. <laughs> I, it's it's really beautiful to see, man. Um yes, to man. speak about that. Like, um what what gave you the idea to make you wanna like bring him into 
what you're doing and why is that important to you? Well, for starters, I'm going to give credit to to Jay-Z on that one. Mm, and, okay. And for, on 444, he has a song called Legacy. Great song. And it's almost it's almost a manifestation in itself because he says it like legacy, legacy, legacy. And it puts it in the back of your mind and it makes you think about the long view. It makes you think about the long play. And from that point on, for me hearing that song, literally, I try to make everything I do have a benefit on me in the long term and or my family. So I'm, I'm, I'm creating, I'm in the process of creating the logo and I sent off the first logo to get done. Once again, my brother Vic finds a place for me to get my logo sent off. Man, and man Vic, the super friend. Yeah. Man, jack of all trades. Facts. And, um, and uh, we send it off and it's, the logo is like terrible. It's oh, terrible. So like, right. And this is like, this is like, this is like, uh, this is like third quarter, right? Cause this is oh, coming up on dang. us and we like, cause we, we got a plan for putting it out uh-huh. that week. So we like, but we're going to have to punt on this week because I got to find a logo. So I'm like, I'm going to work one day. And mm. like, I got my suit on and I got my headphones on and I just got my book bag. And I'm like, what if I did this? But I put my son in the suit in the headphones and he got the briefcase with the vinyl player on the inside. You know what I mean? And uh. like, it just more or less kind of speaks to that whole music taking you from childhood to adulthood type mm-hmm. of figure. And I, I take the picture, right? And it comes out to be a really dope picture. And then I'm like, what if we can animate it? So I, I sent it to Vic once again, after he got my vision from the studio, mm-hmm. now he ready to run with anything I sent him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so I sent him he, a picture. Yeah, now he, he invested. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I sent him a picture. He like, let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I sent him the picture. He sends it off. Uh, he sends it off. I sent him the money to finish paying for the logo or whatnot. And once we got it back, bro, like, it was like, this is it. And not only like everybody can everybody can attach themselves to that kid like figure, and it's a dope picture, and it's something that can be monetized, right? That Hell picture yeah. would it's, look it's, cool it's on great. a T-shirt. It's great marketing, bro. Because yes. like, who who doesn't love to see a little kid like doing? Come anything? on, man. You feel me? Come like, on, who, man. Hate, like if you hate on that, you a real hater. Right, you feel me? right. You know what right. I'm saying? And he looks super cool and like Hell super, yeah. super militant. And it's just, it's just, he looks like, like, focused. He like he, yes, he about his bro. business, right? You know and it's like it's like it, it just it just it just makes a cool blend. I you know once and I believe by the time he's able to realize what I what I what I was able to come up with, and when this thing is too big for me to even be able to understand, which I know that that's what I know that that's what what God got me on the path of with this particular yes, platform. When it's too big for me to understand, and he looks back at it and he like, my pops thought about me. I got to do the same thing when it's my turn, mm. and that's how it's legacy, legacy. My dad did the same thing for me mm. when it was his turn. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. a part of a, I'm a part of a very distinct and distinguished group of people, and it's more or less like that's my way of leaving something. In the atmosphere, like bro, even if this never turns into anything, how many people could say 
you know what, bro? I rolled a dice on myself, and not only that, I I did it in tribute to my son in a way that he can see it and identify with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and that's more or less what I thought about, man. It's and I'm like, I'm that it got me super excited. And I was, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy that you noticed that, man, because I that that was something that took me a while to cultivate. Nah, bro, that like, cause. You know what I'm saying? My dad has done like things like that for me, like that are for beneficial sure. for me like that. So like for I sure. always notice those types of things. So right. uh, much respect, much respect, for bro. Sure. I for appreciate real, for it, real. Um so we're coming up on like, you know what I'm saying, the last five minutes of the show, man. Um right. I just wanna give you a chance to tell me what you got on the horizon, like what's episode three looking like and um right. Uh, also, please share, you know, the best way that people can get in contact with you, whether that's your Instagram or your other social medias, your email, all that good stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, for, for now, uh, please reach out to me via uh, Instagram. And I'm working on right now uh, transferring a lot of stuff over to um, a lot of my just a lot of my, you know, entrepreneurial things, man, I'm, I'm all over the place. This is just one aspect of what I do. Okay. Um, but my, my, my main Instagram page is once again, at distinguished underscore legacy. And, um, right in episode three will be, of course, we'll, we'll speak to my Atlanta influence, man. I'm, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing a uh, urban legend. Yes, sir. And I got another. One. I got. I got. I have my first guest episode in the works, and I'm. I'm gonna try to see what type of. I'm gonna try to see what type of support involvement I can get in. I can get before I decide to release it. Okay. Um. I got one in the tub, and I'm gonna say it because you, his buddy. I got one in the tub with Vic that we got together. Oh, I can't wait really to see dope. that. One, okay. <laughs> that's really. That's really dope, man. Because because Vic, Vic know his music, bro. So Absolutely. Especially, especially his, and I'm gonna give you a hint. Especially his southern influences, man. Oh, I, I already know what that one is. Right, Hold right, on. Right, can, right. can I say what I, who I think it is? No, no, no. Okay, I, 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 I have a feeling I know who that is, though. Right, right, right. I'm glad you do, but yeah, I got Vic to take a shot back with me, man, and, 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 and you know, put his cool hat on and, and kick it with me and talk some music, man. So, hey, if, you know, if we get, if we get the, I want, I want to, in my head, I want to get. I want to get a higher viewership first off because my first episode was released with no promotion, mm-hmm. right? And I got about 800 views on that, which is awesome. Congratulations. Absolutely. Bro. No, literally no promotion. I released, I released it. I'll be dropping it the night before. I didn't ask anybody to repost. I didn't do any of that stuff. And, it, and, and it's got, only on IG, right? It's right only now? on IG right okay, now. Bet. And I want to okay. do my first season on IG because I wanted to kind of get a pulse of, you know, how to, how to do this. I'm not even... This is my first stint in social media, but that's a that's another podcast for another day. We'll talk oh, about gotcha, we'll gotcha. talk about that we'll talk about that later. But um, okay, but yeah. So uh, my second episode was released, and I got uh, five hundred views in twenty four hours. I don't know where it is now, but it's it's the feedback has been crazy. So I wanted to see if I could cultivate more feedback, and instead of me dropping them on a bi weekly basis, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put out I'm gonna put out a special episode just for the support. You know what I mean? And that would be mm-hmm. the one that I did with my first guest, which was Vic. Okay. So like I'm 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 more or less probably gonna tomorrow probably get on Instagram and try to see if I can get just some support feedback and see if we can see if we can turn it up a notch, man. See if we can see if we can get this actual stuff in front of the people that made it. 
You know what I mean? No, that's yeah, my ultimate goal. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's important to show them that you know that people like you and I, not only not only did we appreciate it when it came out, but like we still listen to it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, sure. those they don't you know other than those concerts, they are in the studio or they're with their families now. You know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. really have a pulse of knowing that like like you know what I mean like it ain't hard to tell still gets bumped in my car every morning exactly. before work. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's like you know what I mean. I want, I want to. My my ultimate goal is to get this in front of people, right, and do those extended shows, those extended live shows that you're talking about, to where we can sit down with the vinyl and the record player, yeah. and they can actually express their uh-huh. what they were going through during those songs. You know what I yes, mean? Sir. That's my goal. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? that that that's what it's all about. So right now we just you know it's a it's a little appetizer to the to the main entree. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I'm so, I got a bunch of things in the works, man, for sure. Hey, that's what I like to hear. Well, yeah. bro, Julian, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you go check out his his uh, his new show, Soundtrack to My Life, on Absolutely. IG. And yes, until sir. next time, I'm your host, A.E. Charles. Peace and love, y'all. This has been an episode of Things to Keep in Mind. Again, I want to thank my boy Julian Bus for stopping by the podcast to chop it up with us about his brand new show, Soundtrack to My Life, on Instagram. Make sure you guys go check that out. The link for the show will be in the show uh, description bio. Um, and yeah, bro, thank thank you for all just the, the great musical talk, man. It was great to chop it up with you about all of that. And uh, also... You know, thank you for reminding us that, you know, no matter what, we got to take that leap of faith and walk in our purpose, whether people see the vision or not, um, because eventually they will see the vision and all will be well. So to all you all out there, don't give up. Keep pressing forward. Keep on walking in your purpose because everything happens for a reason god put that vision in you for a reason so follow it through no matter what until next time y'all this has been another episode of things to keep in mind i'm your host a.e charles aka zell peace and love